This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. So do you want to get rid of that ick in your basement or crawl space? Coming up on Vancouver Consumer, we'll talk to Basement Systems Vancouver. They have lots of solutions to make that basement of yours more into a big part of your home. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, uh, that's coming up, but first, it's the consumer news from the past week. Another interest rate hike this past Wednesday, and Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem says the decision to raise interest rates again was a difficult one, but he says the central bank had to do it now if they wanted to get inflation under control. The bank hiked the key interest rate another quarter point on Wednesday to 5%. They also released some new projections that suggest it's going to take a little longer than expected, possibly until mid-2025, to get inflation back under control and back to 2%. RCMP in Surrey are warning the public of Facebook rental scams that are on the rise. They basically target people who are looking to rent properties. And Mounties say the scammers advertise a property and explain that a deposit is required to secure the property due to high demand. And guess what? As soon as they pay the deposit through an e-transfer, communication with the renter ends. Police are urging people not to send money or provide credit card information to someone without verifying what exactly they're paying for. Police across BC are raising concerns about the rise of 3D printed guns and other homemade firearms. They say a lot of these guns look like toys, but the risks that they pose might not be really understood by parents and teachers. The Combined Forces Special Enforcement Unit of BC has shared a photo of an array of weapons. A lot of them are printed in colorful plastic with names like Songbird and Mac Daddy. Other ones look like straight-up replicas of commercially made guns, including an AR-15 rifle and handguns by Glock. And a lot of that is 3D printed. Cops say that right now you can't use a 3D printer to make a fully functional gun, but there are conversion kits that you can buy to finish them so that they can fire. A national vaccine advisory panel is recommending Canadians should roll up their sleeves for another COVID-19 vaccine booster this fall. NACI says people should get the shot if it's been at least six months since their last dose or COVID-19 infection. NACI says anyone five years of age and older who hasn't yet had any COVID-19 shot should get a primary two-dose series of an mRNA vaccine. Health Canada is going to recall a caffeinated energy drink being promoted by American social media star Logan Paul. The agency says prime energy just has too much caffeine. They say it exceeds the acceptable limit of 180 milligrams of caffeine per can and should not be sold in Canada. A typical cup of coffee has about 40 milligrams of caffeine, so this prime energy drink has nearly five times that. Artificial intelligence chatbot ChatGPT is being sued by comedian Sarah Silverman. It all stems from the fact that if you ask ChatGPT about Sarah Silverman's new book, The Bedwetter, it's a memoir, the artificial intelligence chatbot 
will come up with a detailed synopsis of every chapter of the book. So how does it do that? Did the AI read the book? Uh, maybe a pirated version of the book, or maybe it scraped so many customer reviews and online chatter about the bestseller or the musical that it inspired that it passes for an expert. The U.S. courts may now have to sort all that out. This past week, Silverman sued OpenAI, that's the company that makes ChatGPT, saying they infringed on her copyright. Silverman says a growing number of writers who say they uh, unwillingly built the foundation for Silicon Valley's red-hot AI boom are not happy about it. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And coming up, how's your basement? That's some valuable space down there. And we'll find out how you can make the most of it with the folks from Basement Systems Vancouver. That's when we come back right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And uh, how's your basement doing? When you think about it, and the value of real estate in the Lower Mainland, your basement is some pretty valuable space, and it's a good idea to make the most of it. But are you dealing with cold floors, musty odors, uh, sagging floors, mold, pests? Because you don't have to. Basement Systems Vancouver is a locally owned business. They've been uh, here for 27 years, had the same phone number. Um, And they are part of the HPCN, that's the Home Performance Contractor Network. Basement Systems Vancouver is also an approved contractor for the Clean BC Better Homes program with available government grants, rebates, and even funding, sometimes up to 95% of the cost for insulated, cleaned, and pest-controlled crawl spaces. And you can find Basement Systems Vancouver online at bsv.ca. It's easy to remember, bsv.ca. And with me now from Basement Systems Vancouver is Gerald Renneberg. Thanks for being here, Gerald. Thanks, Martin. All right. So uh, I like the phrase basement system because it's basement systems, Vancouver, because I think most people wouldn't call their basement a system. But I guess, you know, basements and crawl spaces, that kind of stuff in your home, it's a lot more complicated than people might think. Right. That's right. Um, it, It is a true system of the whole home, how it performs together, uh, because Within a home, you have what's called a stack effect, and that is where the air starts off in the basement or crawl space area, and it migrates up through the house and goes out through the vents and the soffits at the upper levels. So uh, what happens in your basement or crawl space is very important. Yeah, and and there are so many different things that... Uh, you know, can go wrong in a basement or crawl space. But in Vancouver, is there one sort of situation above all else, some issue that people have with their basements in Vancouver? Well, we do live in a rainforest, so we do yeah. get a lot of rain. And uh, groundwater ingress is a huge problem. Uh, the, you know, they say five out of eight homes will experience some sort of groundwater ingress through their crawl space or their basement in the lifetime of the home. 
Wow. And so when people are dealing with these kind of problems, they can seem overwhelming. If you've ever had a situation where a basement floods all the time, it can kind of feel uh, like there's no solution to it. Do you find that most people are surprised by what, uh, you know, what you can do at Basement Systems Vancouver? Definitely. You know, traditionally, a homeowner expects to have the whole perimeter outside the house dug up and, you know, where do you put all that dirt when you do dig it up and to replace the existing systems? Whereas uh, with today's technology, we can do most of that work on the inside. And, you know, the wall finishings and the floors have all been damaged now by water, so they're going to be gone anyway. So let's put in a system that comes with a long warranty, sometimes 20 to 25 years, and uh, and not dig up the outside, you know, removing front steps and patios and garage pads, and et cetera, uh, which can be very, very costly. Yeah. And you must deal with a lot of people that have been dealing with uh, kind of unlivable situations in their basement and then you fix it up and then all of a sudden their house is bigger. They have an extra room that's actually inhabitable. Yeah, we saw a lot of that happening, uh, you know, during the peak of COVID where people were staying home, uh, doing uh, renovations to have a home office. And uh, they'd go into their basement to start to do this and they'd say, well, yeah, but it's always wet. So um, it was it was an interesting time to see that people wanted a home office, but hey, it's always wet. How do we fix it? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's sort of the trend and it's not just home offices, though. That's a huge thing because of uh, COVID and we're all working from home now. Uh, but also uh, in Vancouver, where the real estate is so expensive, uh, multi-generational homes are becoming a big thing where you have, you know, the kids living in the basement or maybe, uh, you know, the grandparents. And then uh, and I guess the, the basement is suddenly uh, a little bit more valuable than it was, say, 20 years ago. Definitely. The basements are uh, now considered living spaces. And, uh, you know, we have mortgage helpers in, in the basements now. And it's, uh, it's a great way to fully utilize the footprint of the, of the home. And putting bedrooms down there or media rooms, we want to make sure that uh, they're dry and they're not wet and damp, causing mold issues breathing. I mean, we've gone into some basements and there's, there's mushrooms growing out of the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, I guess mold, I, that's one thing I, I, I'm kind of frightened of and I, I don't really understand it, but mold can be really serious to people's health, right? Very serious. Um, respiratory issues, you know, especially with little children. I see it so often. I'll go into somebody's um, home and they complain about the musty smell in their house and they have a crawl space and it's always damp. And, uh, you know, when I go into the crawl space to inspect it, I wear a respirator because wow. it's nasty down there. And to the point of some homes you go through in the, the floor joist systems, you can push a pencil through the floor joist. It's, it's caused structural issues now. Wow. 
And uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about crawl spaces because crawl space, that's an interesting thing. But I, I want to talk a little bit uh, about the company because uh, Basement Systems Vancouver uh, has been around for 27 years. You've had the same phone number for 27 <laughs> years. I think that's pretty impressive. I'll give you, I'll give out the number one triple eight three seven nine three four five six and the website is bsv.ca and you mentioned the mushrooms growing i guess in in your 27 years because you were there from the beginning uh gerald renneberg our guest uh like what are some of the 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 worst situations you've seen in people's basements um you know early on i remember going to this home in burnaby and uh, uh i go to walk into the basement and I had to go out to my vehicle and get my rubber boots because the water was eight inches deep. And uh, um, I remember that lady particularly. She, all her life possessions were floating. And oh, it, was, it was very sad. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that is just a, a horrible thing to have to deal with when, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a record collector. And the idea of my records being eight inches deep in water would be a nightmare. Not to mention all the photos of my family and stuff, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's heartbreaking you, to see. Yeah. So how do you deal with something like that? I mean, somebody's got a flooded basement. Maybe they don't have eight inches of water. But what's what's the first thing that you do? Well, we do an assessment and try to figure out uh, how is the water getting in. It could be down to something as simple as a foundation shrinkage crack, which is very, very common in all concrete cracks. And those typically allow a lot of groundwater in. And it'll be very centralized, though. It'll start in one particular area. A common area is uh, below a window. You'll have a shrinkage foundation crack. And those are easily repaired from the inside. Again, you don't have to dig up the outside. You can inject that from the inside. <clears throat> so we'll do a visual inspection of the foundation. Um, but let's say the whole side of one house is leaking. Again, it's, it's probably the age of the drain tile or the drain tile system has failed. And we'll go in and re do an interior system uh, with a patented water guard and a triple safe sump with a battery backup system. And what we're doing is we're not trying to stop the water. We're just trying to collect it, tell it where we want it to go instead of on top of the floor into this interior drain tile system and to the pump. And then we pump it out to daylight. Yeah. yeah. It's easier to, easier to, to troll than to try to stop it. Yeah, because water is one of those things that it's got to go somewhere and it just wants to be told where to go. And if it goes to the wrong place, you got problems. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. We're talking all things basementy. That's the, the phrase that's on their website, Basement Systems Vancouver. Uh, our guest is Gerald Renneberg. And uh, we were talking about uh, water. That's, I mean, that's the big one in the lower mainland is lots of water. But what about uh, other problems? What are some other problems that people uh, were surprised to find that they had with their basement? Well, cold floors. Um, you know, a lot of people will put, or a lot of renovation companies or people will put carpet directly on a concrete floor 
or vinyl flooring directly on a concrete floor. Well, you can imagine that's pretty pretty cold, and it's not a good idea. And those, you know, you, typically you would look at a subfloor system to get it off the, the cold concrete to create an airspace so that uh, that moisture doesn't transfer up into your finished floor surfaces like vinyl flooring. You ever noticed you put vinyl flooring down on concrete, and five or six later years later, it's gray in color because that's the moisture that's the mold growing in the in the paper product of vinyl flooring we have products that are all plastic and are designed to look nice and be warm Mm -hmm. so it sounds like if somebody was thinking of doing a renovation in their basement they might want to call basement systems vancouver to kind of get a sense of uh of how to do that renovation properly definitely yeah and we work with a lot of renovators that uh, will go into a basement and strip it to the uh, to the extremes to the outer concrete walls and they'll call us up and ask us to come out and give some ideas on you know maybe they found a foundation crack or a defect in the foundation or uh a more suitable floor covering because of limited height in the in the basement area. Uh, traditional subfloors take up a lot of height space, and you you want to limit that. So we have options that allow us to put in a subfloor, but in a limited height, like under a half an inch. Right, right. And you think about how cool a basement is. If you're lucky to have a basement, uh, it should be comfortable. Um, it should be, uh, it should be inhabitable. And that's why, uh, you want to talk to the folks at Basement Systems Vancouver. Gerald Renneberg has been there since the beginning, 27 years, uh, with the same phone number, which, which I guess fills people with confidence to know that, uh, you know, they, they won't call you, get some work done. And then they, they phone you six months later and, uh, there's no, there's nobody there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, uh, Everybody here has been with me a long time in the Basement Systems Vancouver family. Uh, All our customers absolutely love Gloria. She answers the phone, and uh, she's been with me over 13 years, so... All right. And that phone number is one 379 3456 It's Basement Systems Vancouver, bsv.ca. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Gerald Renneberg, who's been there from the beginning uh, at Basement Systems Vancouver. And uh, he's going to talk about some rebates. And there are a lot of them. And it, uh, it can be really, really lucrative if you're thinking of fixing up your basement and you can really take advantage. We'll tell you about those rebates when we come back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and our guest is Gerald Renneberg from Basement Systems Vancouver. Uh, They specialize in making your basement habitable, make it comfortable. And uh, no matter what the issue is, they will make your basement uh, a really beautiful, livable space. And when you think about what real estate goes for, 
in this uh, in this town, uh, having a, a functioning basement uh, is really, really important. And Basement Systems Vancouver is online at bsv.ca. Uh, you can phone them at one 888 379 3456. And that uh, phone number has been there for 27 years, just like Basement Systems Vancouver. Also, uh, someone who's been there since the beginning is Gerald Renneberg. He's our guest. And um, I want to talk about some of the rebates that people can get because those are are really cool. But uh, you were telling me (laughs) in the break that uh, you you once did a thing for CKNW on Halloween night, and you were talking about... uh, the, like the the scariest basements of all time. So I guess you've seen some pretty scary basements in your day. I have, yes, yeah. It was a uh, TV show, and it was uh, uh, it was called Scary Basements, and it was on Halloween night. And uh, you know, I've seen it all. I've been in crawl spaces, especially where I bumped into raccoons and rats, <laughs> even a, even a snake. And uh, wow. uh, I have to admit, I've screamed like a little girl. yeah well you know you see a rat and uh that's a whole different thing um and rats are interesting because like uh, i i guess like most pests um it's it's all about how they get in so it's always a it tends to be a structural thing as well and uh uh rats can get in in ways that people have no idea they're very crafty right they are um and that's a big issue with the crawl spaces that we have in on the west coast because most of our homes do have crawl spaces here and that's the the area underneath your main floor where all your utilities run like wastewater etc and uh, they love to get into there because it's usually warmer than the outside uh, and sometimes there's a source of food for them like bugs and worms and grubs and stuff like that so they'll pull siding off they'll pull soffit down and uh they're in and Mm -hmm. they leave behind a nasty mess yeah and all the reason why all the reason one of the reasons why you should call the the folks at basement systems vancouver uh because uh yeah rats uh, are a lot more common i think in the lower mainland than most people realize that they're 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 around you just don't see them yeah um and they can be very quiet but uh i would say nine out of ten homes we go into in the crawl space they've had a rodent in there and uh it made it their home right and besides rodents what are some of the other big pests that uh, people in the lower mainland have to deal with um, you know, we, we have lots of spiders, of course, uh, raccoons. Uh, I've even been on one uh, home, and it was there was a sea otter, and this was right down um, in uh, Eagle Harbor. Wow. And, yeah, and he wasn't too happy to see me, so... <laughs> Yeah, those sea otters are amazing. They they get around. I, I I've read uh, that there was one in East Vancouver at the uh, at the Sun Yat Sen Gardens eating the koi goldfish, <laughs> and it was like going through the East Vancouver streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, they look nice out in the water swimming and having fun, but uh, when you bump into them, they get upset. <laughs> yeah. 
the sea otters can be kind of nasty. Uh, Gerald Renneberg is our guest from Basement, Basement Systems Vancouver. We're talking about your basement and uh, how to make it more inhabitable. And uh, we were talking about in this day and age of people with home offices, uh, multi-generational homes, kids are staying longer. They're, you know, living in the basement and uh, there's really no reason not to make sure your basement is comfortable and inhabitable and uh, with, free of pests. And uh, the great thing about it these days is the rebates. There are a lot of them, aren't there? There are a lot of rebates. And, you know, um, the government has put in some really good controls to make sure that the homeowner gets uh, the best product, the best advice and qualified installations uh, in order to get your rebates. And uh, it's, it's much appreciated for, for real companies. Right. Um, we specialize in the insulation uh, rebates for crawl spaces. Mostly that's our, that's our specialty. And that's where we've been verified by the HPCN is for crawl space insulation. Right. It's and it's an often overlooked area because you don't live down there, but if your crawl space is properly insulated, it's going to be cheaper to heat, cheaper to cool, and it's going to be more comfortable when you live uh, you know, on the main floor for you if that airspace underneath your main floor is properly insulated. Right. And, uh, and I, I guess that's, uh, that's where you come in and you mentioned the HPCN, that's the home performance contractor network. And so explain what that is and why it's important that a company that you deal with like basement systems, Vancouver is affiliated with the home performance contractor network. Right. It's, it gets down to, um, you know, the BC government wanted to make sure that these contractors who were going to. Um, do the installations for the homeowner were qualified, properly educated and, and the right thing for the homeowner and in order for the homeowner to get the rebate. So um, that HPCN was put together to um, oversee this and they do spot checks and uh, on the installations to make sure that they're done right. Right. And, and, Service is a big part of Basement Systems Vancouver. I mean, it's not like you just do the job and then you're gone. You have a service department and people can count on you to, to maintain things. Yeah. You know, we, we install a lot of electrical mechanical equipment um, that continues to keep the home dry and monitors the relative humidity in, in your crawl space or your basement and so we like to service our own equipment, and we have a full-time technician, and that's his job. Uh, people call in and say, you know, it's time for my annual service for my sump pump. Can you please come out? And uh, that technician is factory trained, and he goes out and replaces a few parts or makes recommendation on upgrades, and uh, he's, he's always there. Works right. five days a week. Yeah. And because you're recognized uh, by a lot of organizations like the HPCN, uh, that means that it makes it uh, a lot simpler to get those rebates and take advantage of those rebates. And in some cases, those rebates can be quite hefty, right? They can, they can pay for a good chunk of the job. Definitely. Um, the 
the the greatest one out there right now is the one that's funded by the uh, provincial government for income qualified homeowners. The, the government will pay us directly, Basement Systems Vancouver, for up to ninety five percent of the insulation uh, that goes into your crawl space. So, for those homeowners that will benefit the most from uh, having their home less expensive to heat, it's a very small out-of-pocket expense, 5% um, cost for them to get up- upgraded. Wow. Pretty hard to argue with that. That's pretty It good. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, the rebates can be anywhere from, you know, $1,000 to $5,500. It all depends on the size of your home and um, the thickness of insulation that you would like to get installed in your home. Yeah. yeah. We're talking to Gerald Renneberg from Basement Systems Vancouver. Their website is bsv.ca. Easy to remember. BSV, Basement Systems Vancouver.ca. Uh, their phone number is 379-3456. And you mentioned crawl spaces. And uh, definitely, I, I would think a crawl space of all the places uh, in your house, you know, like the kitchens and bathrooms, the crawl space doesn't get a lot of love. So I guess people kind of ignore it. But it's 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 a very helpful part of the house. It is. Uh, you know, 50% of the air you breathe on your main floor comes from your crawl space. And so if that air is humid or if you have rodents in your crawl space, that's what you're breathing in. And it gets into your clothes and, you know, you're, uh, you go out for a nice night of supper. And, you know, before you go out, you have to wash your clothes because they're hanging in the closet and they're attracting all these odors from your musty, stinky crawl space. Right. It's also a good place to store things. And if you, you know, if you, if you store something in something where there's mold or must, musty smells or worse, rodents, uh, that's a problem. Yeah, we, uh, you know, I've been there myself. I My home had a crawl space, and uh, you'd bring out the decorations for Halloween, say, and you'd go, jeepers, these, these really smell, <laughs> or your winter clothes, and you have to wash them before you wear them. Uh, the crawl space encapsulation system that we have now eliminates that, and it cuts off effectively the house from the soil. Right. So, so let's talk directly to people who, who have a basement or a crawl space and they'd like to do something with it and they're just starting to think about it. Maybe they go to bsv.ca. What's the process like? What are the, the first sort of steps that people can take to, to get in touch with Basement Systems Vancouver? Well, they can do an online uh, request for us to call them out or they can grab the phone number right off the website and give us a call, talk to Gloria She'll set up an appointment uh, for the homeowner, and then one of our systems designers will go out, uh, and that would be either Jordan or Fraser or myself, and uh, they sit down with the homeowner. It's usually between an hour to two hours for the inspection and to walk the customer through the different solutions, and then they get a written quote right there in the home and sometimes the guys will call in and say okay i need a date for this 
We'll set up a date for them. Uh, the production team goes out, installs it, and when they leave, uh, traditionally the home is cleaner than when we entered. Uh, right. Especially when it comes to a, a nasty crawl space. Right. Uh, that's Basement Systems Vancouver. Go to bsv.ca. We've been talking to Gerald Renneberg. You can go to bsv.ca. And uh, the next time you're showing off your house, instead of showing off the kitchen, beautiful range and or the bathroom, you can show off your crawl space. Be very proud of it. Uh, thanks for talking to us, Gerald. You bet. It was my pleasure. And uh, enjoy the weekend. Yeah, you too. Gerald Renneberg from Basement Systems Vancouver, bsv.ca. Still to come, did you see a bunch of people riding their bikes naked through downtown Vancouver last weekend? It's a big event, but is it legal? A look at the annual World Naked Bike Race when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong and after last week's show on Saturday afternoon, I was in a coffee shop in the West End of Vancouver when suddenly hundreds of cyclists rode down the street all of them were either partially or totally naked. It was the World Naked Bike Race, which went through downtown Vancouver and the West End. Uh, this thing originated here in Vancouver, but has since spread to other cities like Portland, London, and Amsterdam. People hop on their bikes, as I say, mostly completely naked. It's kind of a protest targeting issues like fossil fuels and war, but also more personal issues like body image and sexism. The ride takes place every summer. This year in Vancouver, it was, of course, last Saturday. Judging by the response in the coffee shop, nobody was really offended, despite the obvious feeling of discomfort of some people imagining what it would be like to sit on a small bicycle seat without any fabric between you and the saddle. It caused a bit of a traffic tie-up, though police kept it moving pretty efficient, efficiently. So no harm, no foul. Uh, kind of one of those quirky things you see in Vancouver gives the city some spice. Nobody got in trouble, but it did get a lot of people asking, are you allowed to ride your bike naked through downtown? Well, technically it is criminal, a criminal offense to be naked in public, but that only counts when a person's genitals are exposed in, especially in places where there might be children or vulnerable people. That's according to local criminal lawyer, Kyla Lee who was quoted on the Vancouver is awesome website. She says, if you're on a bike, it's hard for people uh, to see your gen genitals. A women being topless on the other hand is not considered a criminal offense. Lee says it used to be that women who went topless would be prosecuted for indecent exposure, but that was later found to be discriminatory discriminatory because men of course can take their shirts off whenever they want. And you might remember the name Linda Meyer, she was in the news back in 2000 after she was charged with violating a clothing bylaw by burying her breasts at a public pool in Maple Ridge. She took that to court and the B.C. Supreme Court finally ruled that uh, she was fine with burying her breasts at the pool. But back to the nude bicycle ride. While it is technically illegal to ride your bike naked down a city street, there is some wiggle room. And I know that sounded kind of creepy. I, I didn't mean it to. I'm sorry. Uh, the main reason the bike ride is allowed to go on is because, for one, it's hard to see the bike rider's genitals, and they're not really acting in an overtly offensive or suggestive way. 
And another big reason police let it happen is that it's billed as a protest and not a leisure activity. And according to lawyer Kyla Lee, because of that, there is a bit of a tolerance for it. And by the way, it's not really a race. It's done at quite a leisurely pace, which I think is a good thing as the bike riders can stay in their seats. They don't have to do that standing sprint as they pedal like they do in the Tour de France. Uh, Nobody wants to see that. Uh, This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, interest rates took another jump this past week. So what does that mean for us? Also, Taylor Swift has another ticket debacle on her hands. And uh, all that and the rest of the consumer news of the week. When we come back, it's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.